This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 663. Why getting jacked, strong, and lean is never enough. How to Manage Your Fitness Expectations, part one, by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Happy middle of the week Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, usually with a little bit of commentary at the end. Now today's post is a bit on the longer side, so I'll read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. Now before I get there, I have a confession I need to make. As a self-proclaimed nerd, and especially a comic book movie nerd, I never saw Venom or Aquaman in theaters. I feel like I deserve a demotion when it comes to my comic book nerddom. Now, don't get me wrong, I'll watch it at some point, but I've disappointed myself. All right, well, I'll definitely have to rent Venom since it's no longer in theaters, but maybe I'll squeeze in Aquaman this weekend or something. It may not be enough to promote myself back up to super nerd, but at least it's a step in the right direction. Oh, and don't forget, I answer your questions every Friday. You can send one in at oldpodcast.com slash ask. If you do, you'll be entered into small special raffles to win books from us. But for now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Why getting jacked, strong, and lean is never enough. How to Manage Your Fitness Expectations, Part 1, by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. I love my life, plain and simple. To say that I don't have a good time on a daily basis would be dishonest. I pretty much get to do what I love on the regular and spend time with my family and friends as much as I want. But my life is not all unicorns and rainbows, as the saying goes. In my 26 years on this earth, I've been through a lot. I've experienced great pain and suffering. I've been to funerals and visited families of friends who died way too soon. I've lost friends to drugs, alcohol, and brain tumors. I've watched friends suffer the loss of their mothers and fathers. I've lost family members to degenerative disease and cancers. The truth is this, life is hard. Life's full of lessons, difficulties, trials, pain, and yes, eventual demise. We will all perish at one point. We'll grow old, weak, and frail. Our flesh will return to the organic matter we stand upon. Our bodies will become a feasting ground for worms and various other decomposers. Now think about this for a second. Imagine this life of yours was going to end a week from today. What would you do? Where would you go? How would you spend your money? Who would you spend your time with? These are all important questions to ask yourself, and there's a good lesson as to what you should be focusing a majority of your time and efforts on when you arrive at the answers. Why getting jacked, strong, and lean is never enough. Recently, I was having a conversation with someone I've been interacting with for some time. I consider this guy a friend, and we were discussing various goals as they pertain to strength and aesthetics. Knowing this guy's history, he struggled with body dysmorphia, fat gain, and what some might call the typical former fat boy syndrome. He eventually asked me what I thought about being super ripped, as in below 8% body fat. In short, I told him that I believe it to be overrated. Then he asked if I thought it was a good long-term strategy to attempt the maintenance of a sub 7 to 8% body fat physique. I replied with, no simply because it's just not practical, at least in my experience, for the majority of people. The reason I said this is because almost everyone I know who have dieted down to very low body fat percentages tend to experience negative side effects associated with the low calorie intake it took to get them there. 
Some of those side effects are a drop in metabolism, as evidenced by cold feet, cold hands, low body temperature, and a low pulse rate. A drop in thyroid hormones, as revealed by labs. Loss in libido, dry skin, generally being more irritable and cranky. A rise in stress hormones, and let's not forget about hunger. I know because when I've been under 8-9% to body fat multiple times, I just don't function well. I'm obsessive about my intake and generally less resistant to cold temperatures. When I'm super lean, my body is much more concerned about keeping me fed and preserving energy rather than allowing me to do much of anything else. After lots of thought about this, I made the personal decision that being photoshoot ready all the time is one, not worth the effort, basically a waste of time for me, and two, a mental headache dealing with my eating and training schedule. In general, I feel the absolute best and my most productive and perform optimally in the weight room when I am anywhere between 10 to 15% body fat. This is my lot in life, and I accept that. I don't have grandiose expectations anymore of maintaining my size and strength for long periods at very low body fat percentage. I know I'll eventually give in to the cravings and eat my way back up to a healthy weight. But here's the message I really want to hammer home for all of you listening. In my email discussion with my friend, we got pretty deep. We got to discuss the whys and reasons we're training and aiming to be super lean. Then it hit me when my friend wrote this in a response. Quote, Thing is, in the past, I always told myself that if I got to where I am now, which is 10 to 12% body fat with an athletic build, that I'd be absolutely thrilled. Except now I'm pretty much there and it's kind of like, meh. Don't get me wrong, it's not depressing or anything, but I guess it just hasn't brought me the complete fulfillment I expected. Every now and then, I even feel like it's not enough. So much that if I'm such a fitness dude, I should maintain single-digit body fat. It's like I need to lose that extra five pounds to feel awesome or something. End quote. Do you see what's going on here? I know this guy's history, and he's actually made incredible strides with his physique. Most guys his age, under 20, would be jealous of his round muscles and his ab definition. The problem is, we're under an assumption that building an ideal body will give us all the pleasure and satisfaction we long for. Here's your wake-up call. It won't. Being lean or jacked or gaining that 10 extra pounds will never ever satisfy you in the way you think it might. In fact, it may just make you even more upset with yourself. You might be wondering how you can achieve your goal and still be unhappy with yourself. The truth is, as I've found personally, is that it's not really about building the physique to a certain level. It's more about what we believe the physique will do for us. For most guys, there's a belief that if we get jacked, lean, and have a full row of abs, the girls will fall into our laps begging us to rip their clothes off. But they won't. The girls might not even notice our new body. For all the guys who tell me they'll get more girls once they have a six-pack, I always ask, how often is that happening now? No matter what their answer is, I usually respond with this. Have you ever considered that you'll probably get fewer girls when you're super lean? Most never believe me until they realize for themselves that an awesome body doesn't always mean more attention. Wow, this sucks, huh? Or some people believe that having a new body will mean they're guaranteed success when they go out into the world or college or whatever their next big step is. Nope, no guarantees. For women, I've seen them reach their goal weight or completely transform their body, only to have sabotaged their relationship with food or develop disordered eating patterns. The same goes for guys too. I get emails all the time from men who are afraid to eat certain foods for fear of fat gain. The problem is most of these guys are 5'11 and 140 pounds, super skinny with hot abs but afraid to eat and pack on any size because of a little fat gain. It's messed up, no? 
to be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Why Getting Jacked, Strong, and Lean is Never Enough, How to Manage Your Fitness Expectations by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. Dr. Neil again here for my commentary. Whenever someone starts to get frustrated with their progress, their progress in the gym, their progress with their diet, their progress in school, I have them do one thing. I have them ask themselves, why? Meaning, why did you put yourself through this in the first place? So I call this the ask the why technique. And this is basically what JC was mentioning. When you think about all the time you're spending at the gym, watching what you eat, maybe studying so hard for your degree or working so many hours, stop and ask yourself, why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? Hopefully, especially in the case of working out and eating more healthfully or managing your stress, the answer is to feel my best or to live a longer life for my family. Something like that would be great. But if it's to look good or if it's to get more attention, well then, you probably need to reset that motivation a bit. That's because as JC mentioned, these expectations, you'll never meet them. You're searching for something else that a nice body, a healthy diet just won't provide you. So as I continue reading this post tomorrow, we're gonna hear about how to manage those expectations. Now, before I go, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I answer your questions right here on the podcast every Friday in special Q&A episodes. You can ask me anything related to diet and nutrition, stress management, exercise, and lots more. Just call and leave me a message with your question. The phone number is 61-I-LOVE-OHD. Or you can also send in an audio question through our site, oldpodcast.com slash ask. That's more friendly if you wanna do multiple takes and hear yourself before sending it in. And by the way, if you send in a question, you're entered into special raffles to win books on the first of every month, which is in just two days. So now's a great time to send it in and listening to your questions and answering them makes me super happy too. All right, that does it for today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll see you back here for tomorrow's show and where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.